Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Stamps.com. You just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Inside to claim your special offer today. Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, it's another goddamn console story Tuesday. We know, we know, we're sorry. But not really. Everyone loves consoles, right? Running by your box, you wait in line, you pack it all out, and then you realize you have nothing to play on it. Buckle yeah. up your butts, the subject is very good for our algorithm, and also just plain exciting. It's not every day we get to report on next-gen hardware. That's right, like every five years, it's great. And then you get one year of good headlines out of it. Is it gonna launch good? It didn't launch good. Oh, oh. and then, then, yeah, the cycle turns again. So last week, as we all know, Microsoft unveiled their next-gen console, the Xbox Series X. Uh, kind of looks like a PC, maybe not as good. I actually think it looks like a fridge, as demonstrated <laughs> by this wonderful Daniel Mod tweet. Actually, I like my fridge way more than my PC, so I take it back that it doesn't look that good. I tend to think it looks like a like a coffee thermos. Like you could just unscrew the top okay. and then pour X juice into your face. Also a good thing. Yeah, yeah. and then you just hear the Halo theme all day. All new console generations are a reboot. Most of the time, for Microsoft, this is a chance to start fresh after a bad start the last time around. Yeah, it's no secret that the Xbox One had a rough launch, mm. but since then, Microsoft has rebounded, and they made some impressive gains after Phil Spencer took the reins at Xbox. Oh, hell! Xbox Philly Spence! Oh, God, love that guy. Seriously, if you tack up all the amazing things the Xbox division has done under his rule, it's incredible. He's been there for a long time, right? Oh, yeah. I remember asking him a long time ago. He ran QA on Voodoo Vince, I think. Oh, my goodness. I could be wrong about that, but yeah, he's been at Microsoft for a very long time. Man, I love that. Jacked. Super hot. <laughs> let's just let's just get to the point, which is that he's very sexy. I that was the point. So yeah, this upcoming console seems like a chance for them to tie all these new initiatives together. Yeah, they got a lot going on right now. But it's actually not gonna be called the Xbox Series X. Wait. Which is, that's what they called it. So hmm. it's actually got a different name, different ish. I don't this know, is weird. Man. Yeah. What are they doing? What are they doing, Brian? <laughs> yeah. So most people, including us, in a few videos, have been calling it the Xbox Series X because, well, that was the name on the screen when they showed it off at the Game Awards. That's what they so, called it. Yes, yeah. they called it that. Come on, but actually, it's got a much simpler name. The Xbox. I like it. Bride approves. I think we can move How on. How many meetings? Pounding yeah. a table and pointing at a dry erase board before I they would. could come up with Xbox. I would love to see the pitch deck on that and all just the <laughs> bullshit they came up with. Oh, all caps emails, people calling each other at 3 a.m. I gotta see that. Uh, hold on though. Didn't they already name a console the Xbox? Did, I, I guess they didn't remember that in the boardroom. <laughs> kind of goes along with the whole reboot idea or what I would kind of consider maybe just, this is the brand going forward. You know, no matter what you're on, you're playing Xbox. So whatever. A Microsoft representative told Business Insider that the name we're carrying forward to the next generation is simply Xbox. They added that at the Game Awards, you saw that name come to life with the Xbox Series X. Oh God, is Xbox like one of those people who decides to change their name in college? We're not calling you Beth now, Christy. That's what a race the time. You lost your virginity to a frat boy named Kyle. <laughs> as much as you would like it to. Well, that's on brand. The rep added that similar to what fans have seen with the previous generations, the name Xbox Series X, allows room for additional consoles in the future. Shocking. Yeah, that makes sense. Given the word series in there, you'd figure this isn't going to be the only console they release this generation. There've already been reports that they're going to release another version of the next-gen console that's going to be discless, similar to what they did this generation. But the representative wouldn't talk about any additional consoles aside from the big black tower <laughs> Wasn't expecting to say tower after that. They showed off saying, quote, we're excited to offer fans a glimpse at the next generation of gaming with the Xbox Series X. But beyond that, we have nothing further to share. So yeah, it's pretty clear that they're trying to reboot the Xbox brand next year, which again, makes sense considering that this has been a challenging generation for the console. The generation started really, 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 really <laughs> badly for Microsoft, right, Brian? Yeah, it all began at the now infamous rollout of the Xbox One at E3 in 2013. And at the time, Xbox was doing great. The 360 had been Microsoft's most 
successful console, sold more than 85 million units. Uh, it had great franchises like Halo and Gears of War. Things were doing really, really well at the time, and then not so well. The 360 was neck and neck with the PlayStation 3 all generation, like we've been saying. It established Microsoft as a true third pillar of the gaming industry, along with Sony and Nintendo. But when they unveiled the Xbox One, they shot themselves in the goddamn foot. During the E3 presentation, they announced their new console and quickly made everyone hate it with a number of alleged, big air quotes here, features. Feature number one, requiring a persistent internet connection. Feature number two, could not play used games. Feature number three would come with the beloved Kinect. Yeah, you had to buy another Kinect. <laughs> another one. You know when you're like laying asleep at night and then you wake up with a fright thinking of something embarrassing that you did? <laughs> Sometimes I do that thinking about this presentation. Also, it was $500, which was $100 more than the PS4, which actually had a really good launch, great lineup of launch games, and Sony even dunked on them a little bit with a cheeky little video showing how you could play these games. Neat stuff. This is how you share your games on PS4. Thanks. I mean, Microsoft really opened up the hole for that one. Yeah, they kind of bent over and said, Too yeah. Hope Sony doesn't do anything to my butt. Microsoft also tried to portray the Xbox One as a living room entertainment device when most people, again, just wanted to play freaking games on it. Weird. It's a console, yeah. It's also huge. So it was a disaster. And in the aftermath, Microsoft cleaned house. You know what isn't a disaster, though? Our special offer was stamps.com. Insert joke about how terrible our segues are. Hello, everybody. When I talk about stamps.com, I always wonder, who in the world still goes to the post office and why, am I right? Uh, youngins out there. Stamps.com brings the post office right to you. You don't have to leave your house. That's what gamers everywhere really want in this world. No need to interrupt your workday to fight traffic, especially now during the holidays. That's very true. It's been really bad over here. When the post office is extra busy, people sending out holiday cards to their family, lame clogging up the streets. That's why you need Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Office right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com handles it all with ease. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off party mail. Oh, that surprised me. That's actually a really good discount. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Don't send your family anything. Or if you're going to, send them something via stamps.com. Sign up for stamps.com instead. There's no risk with my promo code inside. You get a special offer that includes a four week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. Hell yeah, I love weighing mail. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in inside. Again, that's stamps.com. Type in inside. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Thanks for sponsoring today's episode, and thank you guys for supporting our sponsors. You can ship an Xbox in a, a first-rate or a flat-rate box. That's Brian. Just stuff T-shirts around it, and you'll be all set. And you can get rid of some T-shirts that no one's gonna wear. Man. Stamps.com. Two for one. <laughs> so yeah, shortly after that whole nightmare of a presentation, the head of Xbox, Don Matrick, straight up left the company, and in came Phil Spencer, <sighs> our sexy overlord. His glorious pecs. It was Phil Spencer that managed to take a bad situation and make it a lot, a lot less bad. I'm gonna throw it out there for pretty much everyone. He did a lot of wonders for the PC crowd too. So yeah, Brian, he's got a lot of praise over the years, right? Yeah, cool uncle Phil Spencer has uh, done a lot of pro-consumer moves. They beefed up the Game Pass subscription service. Pretty much everybody agrees now it's a great value 
value, really one of the best parts of owning an Xbox One. Microsoft also went on an acquisition spree of well-regarded developers like Obsidian, Ninja Theory, and In Exile. Yeah, exclusives or the lack of them was a huge problem on the Xbox One, but they're making sure that hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah, not to mention all of their first-party games are on Game Pass. It's kind of absurd, the amount of money they're throwing at that to try to make it good and easy to get into. Microsoft also teamed up with Nintendo to promote cross-play on games like Minecraft. And Spencer also greenlit the Xbox Adaptive Controller, a new peripheral to make gaming more accessible to a wider variety for gamers. So Spencer has helped set the stage for this new generation. It makes sense that they'd want to reboot the name of the new console as well. Yeah, I just think there might be a little bit of a danger in calling the new console the Xbox. I feel like at retail, it's oh, gonna God. be weird. The poor yeah. little GameStop dude who's getting paid minimum wage has yeah. to tell an 80-year-old person what an Xbox is and why there are six of them, even though one of them is just called Xbox. I was telling Brian how when I worked at GameStop and all the 3DS shit, Ooh. like just, oh my God, dude, it was constantly a nightmare. Everyone was confusing the SKUs all the time. Grandmas would come in for Christmas and be like, I want the new XL 3DX. Dude, I don't know what you want. I barely know what's going on, so. <laughs> First of all, Grandma, who told you about video games? First of all, Grandma, get the hell out of my yeah. store. So yeah, they're running the risk of confusing their customers, and if you don't think that's a problem, just look at the Wii U. I mean, the Wii U had many an issue, but that was mm. certainly one of them. Yeah, it was released in 2012 on the heels of the widely successful Wii. Nintendo was clearly trying to piggyback off that success by keeping the Wii name. All that did was create a lot of confusion. Nobody really knew what the U stood for. Lots of people, including Jimmy Fallon, Gamer of the Year, thought that the Wii U was just a tablet peripheral for the Wii. I mean, it may as well have been. <laughs> Those graphics, am I right? Ding. Oh man, I love the Wii U. <sighs> Zombie U was fun. Pikmin 3? Rayman Legends. Rayman? I guess that's it. <laughs> that's kind of it. CNN published a story that called it a solid accessory that will bring a fresh element to Nintendo gaming. <laughs> but like we said earlier, that wasn't the only problem with the Wii U. The name didn't help. I mean, just call it the Wii 2 or the Super Wii. Sounds that... like what I do when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I remember when the Wii came out, a lot of people were confused in America, but then Nintendo had to be like, hey, we're calling it this one thing in every global market. It's not just about you guys. So that's probably why they didn't put a two on the end of it or whatever. They try to pick phonetics that everyone around the world can say. Ugh, lame. I know. That's what you get for not putting America first. It went on to be one of the Japanese company. <laughs> went on to be one of the worst received Nintendo consoles of all time, selling less than 14 million units compared to the Wii, which sold more than 100 million. The company went from record profits with the Wii to reporting big old losses in 2016. Yeah, for the first time ever. 100-year-old company. They had one quarter where they lost money or weren't profitable. I should be clear. But yeah, Nintendo ended up cutting their losses and pivoted to the Switch in 2017, and things turned out fine. But there's no doubt that the Wii was a big, big, big old flop. So there's a danger in keeping an old name. And some people are already annoyed that Microsoft is going back to Xbox. Over on Reddit, user Reasonable Dwarf wrote, Sometimes I pray that I never learn to understand marketing people. That's a valid prayer to make. Marketing people often do have a lot of data and information that we as lay people and consumers don't have. But at the same time, sometimes also they get out of touch with the consumer mindset that we do have. So yeah, you'd like to think they meet in the middle somewhere. Series X wasn't it. Xbox, also not it. Although I do get where they're going. This is more of something that's gonna pay off four years down the line, not right now. It's playing into their cloud strategy, I think. This kind of reminds me like with Walmart when they decided to remove the dash from the name. Apparently that took like tons of meetings, years of considerations before they finally did it. Oh yeah, no, it's it's Wall Anismart. <laughs> a little pucker. I'm the only one who sees that? I guess so, but oh, I okay. can never unsee it now. Yeah. Another user, Pie and Kitty. Oh my God, I don't want to say it. Kitte. It's the internet lol random epic. Another user, Pie and Kitte, wrote, they should have just called it Xbox followed by the year it's releasing it. Xbox 2020 is a lot better than Xbox Series X and gets the same point across. Except it's immediately dated. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sony has kept it very simple through the years with the PlayStation, with a new number every generation. I remember how coy they were being. Well, we don't know if it's gonna be called PlayStation 5. It's five. You dude. know. Yeah. Come on. So it might not be the most original, but goddamn, it's easy to understand. If a kid tells their parents that they want a PlayStation 5 for Christmas, 
Christmas, even mom and dad will know that's different from a PlayStation 4. So yeah, Microsoft could just leapfrog him. Get him one up, call this the Xbox 6. Connor made a joke that they should call it the PlayStation 6. Ooh. <laughs> I told him he could go home after that. He got jokes, yeah. Yeah, he filled his quota for the day. I have a theory about the Xbox branding. They've been trying to tie together multiple devices and services under the Xbox umbrella for a while, which is why I think they've been a little more permissive about PC stuff lately, because they're still counting that as Xbox. If you suddenly call all of your services Xbox, then you can count all of the people using them as active users under the Xbox brand. Instead of segregating them out by like, well, people on the Xbox One S are doing their own thing and they can't talk to the people on the Xbox Series X. And I think they just want to make it ubiquitous. I mean, in the 80s, everyone called the Nintendo Entertainment System a Nintendo. And then they called Super Nintendo. You're playing Nintendo. I think that's what Microsoft is going for. In a weird way, I think they think they're eliminating brand confusion by having the same service stretch across multiple hardware devices. And the hardware device isn't so important. It's that you're on their service. That's what a marketing person thinks probably. A person walking into a GameStop who wants to buy a box for their kids, they shut the up for five seconds. <laughs> You're not gonna give somebody a pamphlet and be like, welcome to the world of Xbox. Yeah, I've seen more middle-aged people melt down in GameStop than anywhere else. That's I always took pride in being able to, to steward confused adults into the exact thing they wanted to buy. That is a good thing you Yeah, you it's, the, oh, it's the only thing you have. You don't you have the keys. You don't have, you don't get the wild nightlife, but yeah, you do have the keys. Then that's the most important part. Oh, there's some more important news to discuss Speaking today. Speaking of 18-hour shifts, sure, yeah, there's uh, uh, this is pretty important information, uh, but I feel like everyone deserves to hear it. After about a year of managing inside gaming, I am leaving Rooster Teeth. Yes, I'm quitting, I'm out. Uh, it, hurts. it hurts. So yeah, it hurts me too, because I've, I've met some great people here, uh, especially on this team. On that note, I want to say I'm super confident that this channel will continue to be great because it already has. Autumn has actually been running the entire show here for about a month, and she's doing an amazing job. Oh, so <laughs> that's the old switcheroo. It's like, you were already getting gaming news from her. So she's doing an amazing job. I'm Part of it is like I wanted to get out of the way and let other people kind of have their shot, and Autumn is super hardworking. So I'm excited to step away now, because now I get to just watch it as a fan. So I'm really excited to see what you guys are going to make. Well, I feel like we definitely learned a lot from you in the past year. So thank you for like sharing your knowledge with us and helping us get to this point. That's the least I could do. So yeah, I'm really grateful I got to work on all of this. I'll still be involved with games media in some way, but not like this because I don't want to compete or invite comparisons. This is all our legacy and I don't want to like muddy that water. So I'm not gonna be doing this thing for a while. Uh, maybe, I don't know, do the YouTuber thing and just yell into my webcam about how Game companies are evil, even though they make the exact product that is giving me money every day. That sounds fun. <laughs> so yeah, I have some projects lined up already, but they're not in a space to be talked about just yet, because that's like 2020 stuff, maybe like March, April. In the meantime, I'm just gonna play all the video games I haven't had time to play. Oh yeah, dude. I, I finished Witcher 3 <laughs> and I gotta get there before Cyberpunk comes out, so. And on top of that, like, one of the reasons I got into this business is I just really like talking about video games with people, so I'll probably be streaming it a lot, which is gonna look like I'm quitting to become a full-time streamer, which I'm, I'm not doing, but it's gonna look like that for a little bit. I also have some other dumb stream projects Projects I want to do. I want to like put a fire in a fireplace and just read through a novel. I have a novelization of Batman Forever, so I think that would be a very With cool like literary a Exactly. Oh, nice that. crushed velvet jacket. Other weird projects, like I want to play through all the Star Wars prequel video games. I don't know why. That just seems like it'd be fun. So yeah, I got a lot of other dumb ideas, so you can check it out. Uh, I'm at twitch TV slash Sirlar, keeping my 14-year-old branding until I die. But to close things out here, I just want to thank everyone here uh, for the awesome time I had working with all you guys. Everyone loves video games. When I got out of high school and got out of college and had out all my jobs working with people who I couldn't gush at about video games. Kind of my goal was to just create a group where I could do that and feel accepted about my nerdy loves, and this gave me that for a little bit. And also, thank you guys, the audience. The only reason I'm here saying this right now is because all of you individually chose to spend your time watching the stuff that we make here. So thank you for that, truly. Without that, I'd still be working at GameStop, sighing and collecting my minimum wage paycheck, shame-eating a Quiznos sub in the back. But you got your keys. I did get those keys. <laughs> I can't wait to sign up for your OnlyFans. Private Snapchats. Did they, does that even happen anymore? Or is that all moved on to 
Oh no, that happens. Can you private Snapchats are still big? Can you put can you put titties on TikTok? We're gonna miss this out of you, dude. Seriously. Thanks again for everything. And, uh, and I hope that we do you proud. Oh, you absolutely will. You already have been, so I'm not worried about that. But yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you around. We love you, Lawrence. Thank you, Brian. Love you too. Boss number two vanquished. Now it's time for boss number three. <laughs>